0: Natural for the supernatural to take place in the house of the Lord. Said it is natural for the supernatural to take place in the house of the Lord. It is abnormal for us to come to the house of the Lord and the supernatural not to take place because we're living in a supernatural realm. Amen. Praise God. Let's give God a good praise here this morning. Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Praise God forever. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord today. Amen. I appreciate our worship team. Man, I appreciate them. Appreciate Sister Melissa. And uh, she's uh, been here working with us for over year and a half now, driving five hours every Sunday, just to come and lead us in worship. And I know that she doesn't need accolades to continue to do that, but the Lord has led her to do that, and we appreciate so very much for this gift. Uh, I've, in the last 30 years, I've had a lot of worship leaders, and I've been privileged to be in a lot of different places and I'll tell you today that we've got one of the best in this nation right here in this house. Amen. Amen. And I'm grateful for that. I want to talk to you today. We talked about the atmosphere. I want to talk to you about atmosphere today. I want to talk to you about sound, how the sound has, sets the atmosphere. You know that you can change the atmosphere no matter what the circumstance is? Yeah. Two of you know. I'm about to tell you something then today. You can change the atmosphere no matter what the circumstance is, by sound, by sound. Amen. Now, Brother Wayne over here, he's telling me before church that uh, he was, uh, his goal in coaching this year, and he he takes care of the Little League here in Hurricane, and it's over that, the president of that, and does a super job with that, but he also coached his son this year, and uh, and uh, brother Wayne, he's bad. You know, he's a he's a coach, and and uh, all he does is win. And uh, he said his goal was is that they would win the regional, right? Yes. Districts, all right. But last night they won the state championship. Yes. Amen. Yes. <clears throat> now, How many know there was a sound went up? when those young boys won the state championship amen and their sound will change everything amen i want to go with you want you to go with me to acts chapter 16 verse 23 some of what i'll share with you today is what i have shared uh, previously but um i mean, no, you have to hear something seven times for it to stick amen somebody told me one time they said i heard you preach that message before and it happened to be a singer and i said i've heard you sing the same song a hundred times and so (laughs) but repetition we got to get it in our spirit amen and um but it is isn't all i've got some new stuff for you too but there's some of it in acts chapter 16 and verse 23 and Beginning, we know the scripture here, and when they had laid many stripes on them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely, who having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in stocks. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. The prisoners heard them and suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open, and everyone's bands were loosed and the keeper of the prison awakened out of the sleep and seeing the prison door open he drew out his sword and would have killed himself supposing that the prisoners had fled. But Paul cried with a loud voice saying, do not harm for, for yourself. And then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas and brought them out and said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to be saved? Paul and Silas were in prison what was their crime? It was having faith in Jesus. <laughs> yes, that's right. They, they did the right thing <clears throat> and were put in prison. In fact, they got into even more trouble than they would have if they had done something wrong. Right? Right? They did what was right and landed up in prison. Paul and Silas were thrown into a dungeon, an inner prison. It is cold, it is wet, it is dark, and this place represents the place of depression and hopelessness. Is anyone familiar with that place? Yes, yes. I think most of us if we are honest that we have lived a day or two and struggled with the fight of a spirit of depression. And when whenever we land in a dungeon of depression too often we tend to spend our time speaking about the negative that we see. And I want each of us to examine ourselves today and ask ourselves how much time do I spend speaking about the negative? How much time do I spend speaking about the negative? It's good to check ourselves every once in a while so we don't wreck ourselves. Yeah. Amen. Negative words wasted are wasted words which release a negative a junk into our lives. And we need to speak the positive words that will bring life to the situation. Paul and Silas were in an overwhelming, horrible situation. They had been beaten with, with many stripes. They were thrust into an inner prison and it was dark, it was cold, it was a wet place. Their feet was fast in shackles and chains. They had plenty to complain about. And they could have uh, had all kinds of negative words to say. But instead, at their midnight hour, at their midnight hour, their darkest hour, they made a choice. Amen. They made a choice not to dwell on the negative, but to praise God. How many know that midnight only lasts for 59 seconds? Midnight only lasts for 59 seconds, but if we're not careful, we'll talk about it long after it's over. Come on, somebody. Instead of focusing on the circumstance, we need to focus on God. I found through experience that people who focus on God will praise God. Amen. But people who focus on their circumstance will praise their circumstance. You say, how is that possible? I don't praise circumstance. I've never done that. It's impossible. But I, I've never said a hallelujah to my circumstance. I, I've never prayed. I give hallelujahs to Jesus. So how can someone praise their circumstance? I submit to you that your praise belongs to whomever or whatever you empower. If you empower your circumstance, you're giving praise to it. But if you pray or giving, empowering God, then you give praise to him. Paul and Silas knew that they did not need to empower their circumstance. They need to empower their God. They don't need to empower the circumstance or the adversary. Amen. We need to empower the living God that is on the inside of us. Amen. And you get more from a person when you praise them. Amen. If you go around putting someone down, you'll never get out of them what is in them. But when you encourage them, when you speak to their gift, when you honor them, it will begin to flow out of them amen and so Paul and Silas begin to honor God in the midst of this difficult situation if you're going to get through difficult situations you cannot focus on circumstances amen you've got to focus on the power of God you can't focus on the difficulty or the power of the difficulty you've got to shift your focus to how big your God really is amen and as you Focus on Him, and you begin to think about His goodness. You begin to think about what He has already done. You think about His His track record, and you will can't help but to praise Him. Amen. And praise and praise is, empowers God to step into your adversity. When you begin to praise him, he will step into your adversity. In Acts chapter 16, the power of praise was revealed in the sound. At midnight, they sang a song. They made a sound. In their midnight, they chose to not remain silent or to praise their difficulty, but they chose a sound. They set the atmosphere for what was about to take place. The sound is something that is powerful. Sound, and we'll talk about it here today, but sound is perhaps one of the most powerful things that we can learn or understand. The sound of a lion is the sound of dominion. The sound that declares I'm the master of my domain, right? And when we praise, we are roaring like a lion. We are declaring that the ma- master of our domain is Jesus Christ, and we begin to we begin to declare that over our situation let 's look at that the, this domain story. Paul and Silas were in jail, they were under authority and power uh, uh, the power of another. they was held down by those who were in control right? the law put them there. the jailer kept them there and they were in the enemy's territory but they chose to make a sound and when they released the sound their praise brought change to everything. Hallelujah. when they praised the jailer became God's territory. When they praised, the jail became God's territory. And when we see that, praise began to change everything. Remember, praise will always bring a power shift. Praise proclaims claims territory. And so when we release a praise, when we release our shout or our worship, it will shift the powers that be. You can be in a place of depression. You can be in a place of frustration. But if you choose to release a sound not that is settling for what is around you, but a sound of praise, it will shift the power source. And you will understand that whatever is in your domain is no longer what is going to captivate you but you have invited God into your domain and now where God is he is in authority Amen Amen. look at the power shift that happens when Paul and Silas praised the jailer who was in charge ran to them and bowed down to them glory to God He said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? Yes, the jailer was over them, but now he's underneath them. It's the praise that caused the power shift. Amen. Praise reclaimed the territory. As they praised the doors that were closed suddenly began to open. How many believe that was just a coincidence? No, it was not a coincidence. It was a power shift that took place. The doors that held them captivity is now because of the sound that was released on the inside began to affect what had held them back. Chains that bound them Fall off. Not only their chains were loose, but everyone's chains came undone. Glory to God. Their praise released salvation. Hallelujah. Yeah. Do you know that your praise can bring salvation? It reclaims the territory. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 15. He said, By him therefore let us offer a sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of your lips giving thanks to his name. Praise is to be a fruit of our lips. This means the only words that should pass over our lips are the words of praise. Not negativity, not doubt, not worry, not fear, not complaining, right? But only the words that should pass over our lips are the words of praise and thanksgiving unto our God. Praise should be the fruit of our lips. Hallelujah. David said it like this in Psalms 115. The dead praise not the Lord. Neither any who go down in silence. The only excuse that we have for not praising God is we're dead. Amen. If you're born again, then you must be a praiser. You have no choice. Either you're born again and you praise him or you're dead in your trespasses and in your sin but one your name has been written in the lamb's book of life and you are a partaker of his divine nature the nature of a christian is to praise their god the nature of a Christian is to give God the glory and the honor, but he, David said, the praise, they're not walking in the spirit of death, but they are walking in the spirit of life. And so today we must make a choice. Are we going to be servants of the Lord? Are we going to live in the trespasses and the sins of our life? I submit to you when you think about his goodness and that you were on your way to hell and that you did not have any other way to escape it but Jesus came paid the price for you set you free from the bondage of sin and of death wrote your name in the Lamb's book of life I'm telling you if you don't praise him for that David said this he said if you stay silent you're going down amen that's what he said he said the dead praise not the Lord and those who remain silent are on their way down so where do you want to go do you want to go up or do you want to go down Jesus is the lion of Judah <clears throat> This means that he is the lion of praise. And even when Jesus went into the grave, praise could not silence him. Praise preached to the captivity amen the scripture says he led the captivity captive even in death he praised and he was not silent then praise was resurrected from the grave hallelujah it couldn't be held down by the grave so if your circumstance has you feeling enclosed and has you feeling uh, disheartened and has you feeling like you're in the grave then just give God a praise because the grave could not hold praise then and it cannot hold it now if we will praise him he will lift us up glory to God praise cannot be held down I said praise real praise can't be held down your praise or your sound is powerful Sound is very powerful. Sound sets the atmosphere. You set the atmosphere at your home by the sound that you decide to play. Amen. If you want it to be a nice, happy day, then you sing something joy, put on something joyful. If you want it to Be romantic, you set the atmosphere with some jazz. Right? If you want it to be slow and somber and all of that, then you put on some slow music. So you know everybody that comes into your house, you're serious. Huh? There's a reason why they don't play dancing music at a funeral. Huh? And there's a reason why they don't play funeral music at a wedding. Right? Hollywood has got this figured out. Hollywood has got something figured out that the church has missed. And that is sound sets the atmosphere for everything are you ready Michael all right Michael's gonna help me there he is what do you think when you hear this sound You don't have to see nothing. He's coming for you. Huh? Set it on the edge of your seat. You don't know when he's coming, but he's coming. All right, thank you. You feel those chill bumps? Ooh! Because that sound set the atmosphere, huh? You know that something is about to happen, and it isn't a good thing, right? Somebody talk to me. And then you can also set the atmosphere. Like this, and you say, I don't want to be scared. I want to have a good time. So you play something like this. Come on, put your hands together. See how it changed all of a sudden? You went from chill bumps waiting. Where's it coming from? To, oh, I'm happy now. Let's have a party. And all that changed was the sound. <sighs> Amen. Amen. Everything that has power has a sound. A car has a sound. A train has a sound. Every morning at three o'clock I hear it. A plane has a sound, right? Everything that has power has a sound. A tornado has a sound. Renee and I, when we was evangelizing, we're going up Route Two. We was going to uh, Ravenswood, somewhere Evans, Evans, and we were uh, we weren't lost. We just didn't know where we were at. And there was a terrible storm. We see this storm that's coming. And uh, I stopped at this gas station, this Exxon gas station, to get some uh, directions. And whenever I step into the door, that wind begins to blow. You could hear the sound and suddenly the roof comes off of that place. And it had a sound to it that you knew there was some power involved in what was about to take place. You can usually identify what something is before you can see it by the sound. You can hear a sound and you can say, that's a car. You can hear a sound and you can say, without even seeing it, there's a train coming. Huh? You can hear a plane before you can see it. How loud a thing is determines how much power it has. Amen. How loud a thing is determines how much power it has. Now you can cut your your weeds with electric weed eater. <clears throat> and it don't make much noise. Just prrrr, prrr. But it'll get tangled up around a little weed. But you get you a gasoline weed eater... And it'll take care of that grass. Come on, somebody. The sound determines how much power there is. A car is not as loud as a train. You can get a car or a truck and you can pull two, three, four thousand pounds of weight up the road. But you get a train and a train will pull hundreds of thousands of pounds down the track but a train is much louder than a car a jet plane is so powerful that it defies gravity the thing is so big and so much but yet it has so much power that it defies the law of gravity begins to up when it begins to defy the law of gravity it begins to operate in another law which is the law of aerodynamics huh and it has some power it is a picture of us as christians we are bound to the law of the natural until and we're stuck in the system of the natural until We defy the law of the natural and we begin to operate in the law of the spirit. And when we begin to operate in the law of the spirit, that which seems like is impossible suddenly becomes natural. Hallelujah. How do we do that? You've got to get some power, baby. I said you've got to get some power. You can't be afraid of people hearing you. You can if you want to. If you want power, then you've got to be uh, be not be ashamed or afraid. I don't know where all of this stuff crawled up in the church at, where that we're afraid that of what people are going to think or the opinions of people. Folks so say you're going to scare somebody. How are you going to scare somebody? They go and pay to watch Freddy Krueger, huh? away with this silly notion because you see what we've done we've believed the lie of religion and we believe the lie of the enemy you can move a mountain with a bulldozer but you're not going to move the mountain without your neighbor knowing about it come on somebody but you can if you want the mountain moved then you've got to have some power and the power is going to have a sound that it's going to let people know there's something going on because power will always be loud our problem in the church is we want to be powerful but we don't want anyone to hear us amen how loud a thing is determines how much power it has could it be the reason that the church has become so powerless it's because we've got so quiet. I'll amen myself because I know I'm on to it today. There is no sound coming from the church. We did it. We didn't, we did, uh, didn't want it to, to offend anybody. We didn't want to. We want it to be quiet. But I wonder when did it become popular for us to become quiet? When did it become popular for people to get saved, come and sit in a pew and say nothing for the rest of their life? When did it become okay for us to ask God to save us and keep us out of hell, put our name in a Lamb's book of life, and one day go to heaven and us not say nothing about it in the earth? Oh, the devil is a liar. He's been so good to us. We ought to be the most vocal people on this this planet we ought to be telling everybody the good news of how jesus loved us how he cared about us how he died so we can have life and have it more abundantly praise god but instead somehow we've cowered in a corner somewhere and we're hoping that we will get away out of this place and go to heaven someday i'm not worried about going to heaven Amen that's going to stop me from going to heaven. I'm as sure for heaven as if I were already there. Why? Because the blood's still good. The blood has been applied. What I'm concerned about is bringing heaven into the earth. What I'm concerned about is making a change in the earth and declaring kingdom of God come and will of God be done in the earth as it is in the heavens. We need to declare it. We need to declare it from the mountaintop. because we've allowed the the worship team to do this praising and worshiping and while we sit and watch. Amen. But this is a participatory atmosphere. You like that word? This is a participatory place. We don't sit and watch, we participate. Amen. Amen. If you don't participate, you do not learn. Come on. And we've lost our power because we've lost our sound. I've noticed that many of the songs that are popular today, they're passive. They're neutral. They don't have any push on them. They're flat. I'm trying to say it. They don't challenge you. They don't take you anywhere. It's just nice music, but it doesn't push on anything. But I need something that pushes on me. I need something that pulls me to the deep that 's in me to the deep that 's in God and pulls on me and carries me somewhere. You see God uses sound to, 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 to set the atmosphere for His power to work in our lives and I, I, and i, I 'm just telling you today that that I believe that the church is way too quiet. Yeah. Way too quiet. I remember when the church used to be vocal. Huh? I used to, I remember when the church wasn't afraid. My God, if you can't say amen here, I know you ain't doing nothing out there. If you can't raise your hands here, clap for for God here, say hallelujah here, you, you ain't doing nothing at work. You a secret agent. I know I'm telling it right. Because this is a safe place. Huh? This is God's house. And if we ain't praising here, if we aren't vocal here, if we aren't releasing a sound here, then there ain't no way you're going to tell me you're releasing a sound out there in a wicked world. We got we to gotta practice here. We got to release our sound here on Sunday on, and Wednesday. Whenever we're in this place, we've got to release a sound so that we can release a sound when we leave here. Because you see, the sound that starts here is not just about here, but we're releasing a sound over our families. We're releasing a sound over our region. We're releasing a sound over our nation. And the reason why we can sit around and we can complain and fuss about how bad our nation is, or we can start releasing a sound and begin to declare the kingdom of God has come unto us and begin to prophesy over. Over our city, prophesy over our region and say it will be hard to go to, to hell from this place but we will declare the goodness of God, the power of God, the righteousness of God and we will not remain silent. Yeah. Amen. Because you see, not only is sound powerful, not only does sound set an atmosphere. You can't have a passive worship. You can't have passive uh, praise. You can't, you can't create a passive atmosphere and think something powerful is going to happen. That's right. Amen. You've got to do something that's risky. Amen. Amen. How many folks, I'm not picking on nobody today. I'm just sharing what God's challenging me with. Is that all right? But how many have given God some kind of praise that's risky? I'm talking about a praise that you haven't given him before. Because... Some of us have been in the church 5, 10, 15, 40 years and we're still giving God the same measure of praise that we did 5, 10, 40 years ago. And it isn't any sacrifice involved. We've done it for so long and we've done it so much that it is just second nature. That's what we do. Huh? Huh? If it's clapping our hands, if it's a raising of a hand, it's not risky. But, what, but if you, you've clapped your hands and you've said amen, and, and maybe you ought to try a dance. Huh? If you haven't never give God a good a ha- hallelujah, then maybe you ought to quit clapping and say hallelujah. I wish I had a voice to scream. I'd holler every once in a while. Chris is my holler. He's got a good voice for a holler. Amen. I'm going to start paying Chris to holler for me. (laughs) Amen. Because Renee and them, they say, I can't hear you. It's amazing. I ain't even going to go all that. But I can holler to the top of my voice at the house and nobody can hear me. It's amazing. But you see, what you have to understand is this, is you've got to give God something that's a sacrifice of praise. Huh? He don't always require a sacrifice of praise, but there are times when he requires us to do a little more than we've ever done before. When he pushes on us and he says to us to do something a little different. Do you know that when you step into that realm of worshiping him in a different way, in a deeper way, it will bring about a result that you have never experienced before. Amen. I'm not talking about hype. I'm not talking about uh, all kinds of craziness. We've seen all kinds of stupidity before in the church. But listen to me. I'm talking about a heartfelt worship. I'm talking about you bring God something that you haven't ever given him before because you love him so much. You're not worried about who thinks of what about you. You just want to bless his name. You just want to give him glory. But not only does it set the atmosphere, not only does it do all of these things for God, but God uses sound to run off the enemy. Amen. There were four lepers sitting on the outside of the city. And they said to themselves, we're not going to sit here till we die. And they got up and they started walking. Huh? Now how many know that lepers, and can you walk with me? Lepers, that are, their flesh has been eaten off of their bones. They're dying from the outside inward. They're not going up there stomping their feet. Huh? Can we agree? They're probably dragging their feet. I don't know but all I know is that four little old lepers half dead got up and said we're not going to sit here till we die and the bible said that their army heard their footsteps and it's what did it say it sounded like an army and horses and chariots come on you see, what is he saying? God used the sound to make it sound like a great army in the ears of the enemy. What does that tell me? That tells me that whatever I do in the natural is magnified in the spirit. That's right and so it may not be that everybody can even hear my voice when I say hallelujah without a microphone in this place but whenever I say hallelujah with a heartfelt praise it begins to sound like a thunderclap in the ears of the enemy whenever I clap my hands it paralyzes the roar A man of the enemy it causes hell to begin to tremble why because even though it may be small, even though it may just be the clapping of the hands or the dancing of the feet. It- magnified in the spirit and to the enemy it sounds like an abundance of an army that is coming after them glory to God I want to tell you this morning what I'm trying to tell you is this that I'm trying to tell you that praise will resurrect every dead thing in your life if you will praise him today I believe that it will resurrect your dreams it will resurrect your hope it will cause your aspiration To come alive again, it'll put a passion in your spirit. If you will praise Him, resurrection will invade your life because you've created a sound, and in that sound is resurrection power. Hallelujah. Amen. And that's the reason why we can't be a silent church. If you want to be silent, go to the library. That's what it's for. But this house is a house of praise. This house, we will release a sound from this place. I said, we will release a sound from this place. I'm not looking to build a great church. I'm not, I've already lost the expectations of people. Don't even bother me anymore. It's been a long time for all of that what I'm here to do is to build a family that understands the sound of heaven and will begin to declare in this place that this family of God has a sound and that sound will shatter and annihilate addiction this sound that we are going to release will annihilate and destroy the strongholds of hell that is upon this region this sound will find your sons and your wayward daughters and they find their way into the family of God. This sound will destroy every yoke. It'll release the chains and bondages. It will open the prison doors and we will see the victory and the freedom of the Lord Jesus Christ in this region. Hallelujah. Stand with me today. Things that concern many do not concern me. I'm more concerned about the sound. <laughs> that I am, how many people sitting in the pews?
1: Come on, Bishop.
0: Come on. When the sound gets right, the pews will get full.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Amen. Right. I said, when the sound is released from this place that God has put in this family, in this house,
1: Hallelujah.
0: then the doors of captivity are going to swing open. Amen. Amen. Chains of bondages and addictions are going to fall off. And people will be set free by the power of a living Christ. Amen. Amen. My concern is are we releasing the sound? I can tell you that we're not. We're not releasing the sound. Thank God for where we've been what we've done what we've seen thank God for all that he has done but it's not about what has been it's about what is ahead and for what is ahead we have to create an atmosphere a womb that is able to bring forth the miraculous and the supernatural hallelujah hallelujah So, God, let us release the sound. Let us not be inhibited by the expectations of people. Let us be free to express and create an atmosphere that is conducive for the miraculous and the supernatural I pray today Father God that your kingdom will come and rest in our hearts God is at rest in our hearts let there be a come a roar out of the lion of the tribe of Judah let there come a shout that shatters the yokes of the enemy let there be a praise that annihilates every work every hindrance and every limitation that the enemy has imposed upon the people of God let us return to our roots of worship let us return to upper room worship let us return to the place God that we are not ashamed to lift our hands to clap our hands to open our voice and give you God I love you today I love you Let us create an atmosphere With our sound That will bring forth The fruit Of the spirit In our lives In Jesus' name Hallelujah I just want to praise you Lord just want to thank I want you to release some kind of sound today. I want you to release some kind of sound today. Come on, give him some kind of praise today. Come on, choose your atmosphere. Choose your atmosphere. of the Lord of Lords. We thank you today that you're the King, Jehovah God, and you live inside of us. We thank you, God, that you're the King of all things. And God, we lift you up today because we thank you that the King is among us. We thank you that the King dwells with us. And God, we just build you a place to sit today. We build you a throne today. We say, come and sit among us. Come sit among our praise. We build you a throne. We build you a seat. God, just come and sit, King of glory. Come and sit, King of glory. Come and sit among us today. Oh, let us serenade you with our worship. Let us serenade you with our praise. (laughs) You today
1: hallelujah
0: hallelujah hallelujah god we're thankful that you're the king and you are among us today hallelujah, the king. hallelujah. The king. let us set at your feet and serenade you me. and give you the glory Let us bring our brokenness. Let us bring our alabaster box. Let us bring our precious ointment. Let us bring our most powerful pain. And pour it out on you today. And lavish you with our love. Not hold anything back from you. us to release our worship release our praise don't hold it back for another day or another time but this is our moment this is our time to release a sound that is able to change the trajectory of our life but also our region our nation and our world God, I pray today as One Life Church that you give us our voice back. God, I pray give us our voice back. God, that we'll open up our mouth and praise you. That we'll create a sound, that we'll release a sound that creates an atmosphere. Where sons and daughters will say, what must I do to be saved? Where the bound will cry out. Where the torment women will be, will be set free. And where the hopeless will find hope. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
1: Jesus, I come against the spirit of apathy. Yes. Hallelujah! You have no place. You have no place in God's sons and daughters. Yes. We bind that spirit, and we we defeat it with our praise today. We won't settle. We won't say that's good enough. But God, we give all our passion, all our strength. You speak to love you with our whole heart, with all. the spirit of apathy and say you will not be here in one life you won't be in my life
0: Thank you that we are free moral agents, and you've given us the privilege to create a sound. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. That will determine the atmosphere. God, I know that it's easier to preach than it is to do when we're on the mountaintop but God help us in our Job experiences to create an atmosphere that makes room for you to come in and do the supernatural it's easy to focus on you when everything's right but God when everything's wrong it's difficult, it's hard but God let us train our spirit man to look to you, the author and the finisher of our faith until we can make war in the spirit and create a sound that will create an atmosphere that will develop a climate that will be conducive for the miraculous to take place on a regular basis. It's God I believe, I believe that it's normal For supernatural things to take place In the people of God <laughs> It's normal for miracles to take place In the midst of worship It's normal For the miraculous to take place As we create a sound That shifts the power source Hallelujah Hallelujah that which once held us we now hold God I give you praise and I give you thanks for it today in the name of Jesus hallelujah hallelujah glory to God glory to God thank you Jesus amen Before we go today in this atmosphere we're getting ready to go to Africa next uh, Zambia on Sunday we'll be leaving out on Sunday to go fly out on Monday morning and uh, they have been having a little disturbance there and uh, have a state of emergency in Lusaka where we'll be flying into but I'm Believe today that we can create a sound in this place that will bring peace to that situation. That's right. Because if I ever knowed anything that I was supposed to do, I know God put it in my spirit to go to Zambia and drill a well in January. I know that. So we're not just going, we're on an assignment. Amen. I said, We're on an assignment. And so today we're going to release a sound in Culloden, West Virginia that in the spirit's going to go to Zambia and silence the turmoil that's going on there right. so we can go do the assignment that we need to do. Can we have some faith for that? Yes. Amen. So great God of the universe. Yes. Great God of the universe that's created all things. We call on you here in Colodin, West Virginia. And we say send ministering angels to Lusaka, Zambia. And silence the turmoil. Silence the disturbance and bring peace to them. For God, we believe that we're on an assignment to go and see souls one into your kingdom. And so, Father, today we say, as Jesus said, peace be, peace be still. Peace be still. Peace be still. And we thank you today, Father God, for the silence. We thank you for the stillness that's coming to this situation. That God, that we can go forth and do what You've put us to do. God, we give You glory and we give You praise for it now, and we count it done now in Jesus' name. And Amen, Amen. Come on, let's give Him praise. Let's give Him praise. Isn't it wonderful to live for Jesus? Yes. It's awesome. awesome to live for the Lord. Praise God. Praise, praise God. Let
1: me just pray, Father, I thank you for
0: this wonderful, wonderful congregation. congregation. I believe that you are drawing people, have drawn people and continuing to draw people into this family that we will give sound we will give a voice that will shift the power of this region that will open the gates and the chains that have held many captive for years even the chains of religion will fall off of them and they will be set free Ask you, Father, that we will practice in private, that we can do it boldly in public, and that we will release a sound that will bring an atmosphere yes. and create a womb that will give birth to the miraculous and the supernatural, not only in this church, but in our lives and everywhere we go. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. God bless you today. There's a sound in you. Release that sound. Release that sound.